Hello friends, I hope that you and your family have been well throughout these interesting times that we're in. I'm so thankful for technology and that it allows us to still be together when we are not together in person. In light of what's going on in our world at the moment, we want to contribute a positive voice that brings joy and peace to people everywhere. Many people are staying inside, as you know. They're working from home, they're teaching their kids, and they've been probably battling a little bit of cabin fever. So we've decided to start a new series called Woven Chats, where we will remotely record short, fun, and encouraging conversations with women from all over the world. These mini episodes will go for less than 30 minutes and will be released in real time and unedited. We want to give you guys hope in this unprecedented time. Here at the Woven Story Podcast, we want to encourage you as always, inspire and empower you during this virus epidemic. So let's join in on this episode with friends from around the world. Hello, Courtney. Hello. Hello, hello. It's so good to have you here on the podcast today. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. Absolutely, absolutely. So for those of you that don't know, Courtney Watson um, is originally from North Carolina, correct? Yes, correct. Yes, so you were born and raised, and then you moved to Seattle how many years ago? It's been just about five years. No way. Has it really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't even believe it. (laughs) I was going to say like a couple of years, and I even was like, has it been a couple of years? Wow. Yeah, it's gone by so fast. Wow. So we met shortly after you moved to Seattle, correct? (laughs) Yeah, just about. (laughs) Well, I'm learning something new about our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) We're half a decade. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. So why don't you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? So um, like you've said, I moved to Seattle about five years ago. Um, I'm 26 and um, grew up as the pastor's kid homeschooler. So um, awesome. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Going to get some wisdom from you yeah. in a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, relevant now. <laughs> so you were homeschooled your entire life then? Yep, all wow. the way to college. Wow. Okay, so from a kid perspective, because obviously you haven't homeschooled your own kids yet, what mm-hmm. was your favorite thing about being homeschooled? I loved how fast we got it done and... I love the freedom of just going and playing outside all day. (laughs) All day. Wow. I love that. And did you have Mm -hmm. favorite subjects or least favorite subjects or? Oh man. No, I did not enjoy school. I think if I had to pick a favorite, it would be math. And it was just because there was always an answer. I knew I could just figure it out and be done. (laughs) I love that. I love that. um, No, I think that's good for like parents that are homeschooling now and like forced to homeschool right now that they understand that like, it's okay if your kids don't even love to homeschool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I did not like it at all. (laughs) But you loved like, I'm assuming you had amazing family time. And I know from knowing you for a while, now I know five years, um, that you and your family traveled a lot as, as you're in your, in your childhood. Yeah. My dad actually worked for this traveling ministry. So six to seven months of the year, we were either on the road or on the go on flights and stuff. Most of my homeschooling was done in hotel rooms, in the back of the car, in planes. So we weren't stuck at home too much. Wow. So does this mean you have friends like all over? Almost. There's there's never a fear if I ever get stranded at an airport in the States because I'm like, okay, I could call up so-and-so and they could house me tonight. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So if you could go back to your childhood, is there anything that you would change? I do wow. wish that I had in time to learn a different language, like really invested in learning another language. Um, But I, I would not change homeschooling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard it's supposed to be a lot easier when you're a kid, 
but I wouldn't change the homeschooling or the traveling. Um, I would have maybe wanted to have a few more brothers and sisters. (laughs) Okay. So you you only have two siblings in your family. Yes. It's me and my older brother and your older brother. So you wish for a large family. (laughs) Yeah. I always was asking my mom, like, don't you just want to have another kid? (laughs) I love that. I love that. So, um, for you, the listeners that don't know, uh, Courtney just, uh, came back from a very long, journey and she was in Africa. Mm-hmm. And which part of Africa were you in? I was in Kenya, Nairobi okay. specifically. Um, yeah. So I was all the way on the East side. Wow. And what were you doing there? There's actually a church there that my church in North Carolina is partnered with and they have an orphanage that they started. Wow. And so the first time I was able to go was in 2009 and I was 15 years old. And now just about any chance that I get to go back, I try to. So I was there visiting the orphanage wow. and helping them out. And there was a school there that I was helping out with. So my days were spent surrounded by kids. Oh, wow. And then you came back in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic that we're experiencing. I did. I seem to have gotten to Seattle just in time. <laughs> just in time. <laughs> or at the yeah. wrong time. It depends on how you look at yeah, it, right? Well, exactly. Yes. <laughs> just in time to make it home and then just in time to be stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> For you, those of you that don't know, Courtney is a, I would call her the one of the most social people that I've ever met. She loves being around people 24-7 and isn't like affected by normal, like needing her own, like alone time very much. Um, And so I'm assuming that for you being, not being able to be around friends a lot has been really difficult for you. Is that correct? Yes, it really has been. Yeah. It's weird because in a, in a way it was nice the first few days to come home and in a sense, kind of recharge and be by myself and, journal out some thoughts or something that I had over the last two months. But then after that, I have been very like stir crazy with just wanting to see people. Totally. Absolutely. How have you been able to stay connected to people? Thankfully, we have technology that lets me like Marco Polo or do video calls, um, phone calls. I'm actually, I don't even enjoy sitting and like talking on the phone for hours and hours, but I've found that it's kind of forced myself sure, to sure. call my mom or call some old friends that I haven't even talked to in a while and just catch up. So that's been super, super helpful. Wow. That's a miracle in itself that you're spending all that time on the phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and knowing you, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Do you do better with video calls or phone calls? Um, I would prefer video just so that you could see someone. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, probably video. Probably video. <laughs> I love that. Well, you guys might not know, but Courtney is amazing at soccer. So you grew up playing soccer your entire entire childhood, correct? I actually didn't. I played the little like the little peewee when I was like six years old. Okay. And then I didn't start playing again until my sophomore year in high school. Okay. So, but all through high school and then some in college was soccer was like my life was your life. So do you feel like being like that really helped when you were doing homeschool? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That was like having a social my town that I grew up in had like the homeschooler soccer team, Okay, which sounds so cheesy, but it was really great because we had our own homeschool team, but we were able to play public schools, private schools, and any other homeschool league in the area. So we would play like 
30 games a season. We were constantly playing. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. So I have a question for you. You are, you said you're in your twenties. What advice would you give to other um, people that are in their twenties that maybe feel like people are overreacting or this coronavirus doesn't affect them? What advice would you give to them? Um, I would say maybe just view it as it's just a season. Hmm. Um, And this is something that is not going to be this way forever. And um, to just try to enjoy it for the moment and for the season that it is, try and really find Hmm. the beauty that's in it. Because even though, you know, it is crazy and crazy times and so... um, unknown, Mm -hmm. um, there is still beauty to be seen in it. And so just to try and find the joy in that and focus on, focus on what we do have and like what Mm -hmm. we're blessed with instead of like fear of unknown, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, and I imagine coming straight from Africa too, um, the things that you saw there, and I'm assuming that people were happy with a lot less than we have here in America. Absolutely. Yes. So it probably gives you a different perspective as well, that maybe a lot of us don't have. Oh, for sure. I'm constantly reminded of just like how blessed mm. that we are. We really don't have much to complain about here. Totally. And I think the fear of the unknown, I think if you really look at life, it's like life really isn't guaranteed to us and we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so Absolutely. this is like an extreme version, but if you look at it on a day-to-day basis, I mean, we truly aren't guaranteed tomorrow and we don't know what, you know, life's going to look like tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. We just have today. Yeah, absolutely. What have you, what activities or things have you found that have been really great in the season of um, keeping yourself occupied and healthy and active and happy and all that? <laughs> I feel like it's a challenge. I feel like yeah. I either have a day that's very productive and like healthy, or I have a day that is just like lazy and sleeping and don't get much done. It's so real. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to actually give myself grace in that and just be like, okay, it's this is not normal. It's okay to have a day yeah. where you don't get much done, and then tomorrow will be a better day. <laughs> but. Um, as far as being active, I've been trying to just like work out. I, I actually love doing like at home workouts already um, wow. before That's any awesome of this. In a time like so this. I love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I've been doing little at home workouts or running outside or just um, if it's sunny here in Seattle, I love to just take my meal, whatever I'm eating and eat it outside and enjoy the sunshine. Um, yeah, I've been that vitamin trying to D. <laughs> Absolutely, which is hard to get out here. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> but reading books, I feel like if I read a book, it's like I can relax, but also feel like a little bit productive because it's yeah not just like sitting and watching a movie. <laughs> so I've been trying totally. to read through some books. I feel like every day it's just, oh, what do I want to do today? <laughs> so as far as like cooking and food, like do you find yourself like trying new recipes and really like diving into that? Or is that not really your thing? I haven't tried any new recipes, but I have definitely cooked my fair share of, I'm really good at chicken and vegetables. Hey, those <laughs> so are healthy I've been just cooking more. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I did banana bread the other day, which is such a comfort food. So that was a fun one. Um, but I haven't done scratch? any experimenting yet. Wow. Oh, yes, wow. absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. So I hear that your parents are, are they, have they had uh, like travel plans cancel and 
things changed and for yourself as well during this coronavirus? Yeah, um, for myself, I actually, since I just got back from the trip, I didn't have anything planned. I do have a cousin that's supposed to be getting married in um, the beginning of June. So that's kind of up in the air of whether she'll get married or not. But Mm. that would be my next trip I had planned. So wow. I've heard of so many weddings that are being canceled right now. Yeah, it's so sad. So, so sad. Yeah. I I think I think we were chatting about this offline about how uh, we might just get married if it was us in that situation. <laughs> just go elope. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I would 100% just elope and then you can party and celebrate it like a year from now. <laughs> well, and then you're quarantined with your spouse. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Perfect. Nobody's <laughs> what a way bo- to start the marriage. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to bother you or ask you to do anything because nobody can. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh, that's so funny. So what would be one thing you would, would say that you've learned so far during this kind of quarantine coronavirus season that you're in right now? I think that it's really important to just enjoy being with yourself, to enjoy Mm. being alone and not feel like you have to have someone with you to enjoy life, you know, to, to just, um, enjoy your thoughts and enjoy your plans for the day and just be happy with, with yourself. Mm. I think that's something that I'm, I'm still learning, but like kind of seeing more now that I am spending Mm. a lot more time by myself. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that um, like friends and people that you know, kind of in your same, like in your generation, uh, struggle with um, really knowing who they are and enjoying time by themselves? I think sometimes, yeah. I think um, I've seen it a lot in certain friends that will kind of find themselves going from relationship to relationship and um, kind of feeling like they have to have that person that is just always Mm. there to talk to and always there to be with and and never have like no plans at all. They always have something to do. Um, Yeah, there's times where I want to just be like, but do you enjoy like yourself? Do you enjoy yeah. doing what you want to do and feeling that freedom? Yeah. So yeah, I do see it a lot in, in my generation. Wow. Wow. So if you, so looking towards the future, I know you said you have a few dreams that you were working towards. What are those dreams that you're able to kind of dream during the season of what you, what's your next steps? Well, I just recently have been thinking it would be really fun to do something like culinary school or oh. some kind of baking lessons. I always love those food network shows where they're baking. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should just try that. Um, totally and then should. I also, I think it would be fun. And if, if I never even like had a career with it, maybe I would just be like that bomb mom that could cook and bake hey. and <laughs> do hey, all and the if, kitchen stuff. If we ever have another virus epidemic, it's essential. So you oh, have for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've been looking Absolutely. at like so differently. Like, is that essential? How do we make that essential? Yeah. So Absolutely. in any situation, I'm like, everybody needs food. So you could still be baking, baking and cooking and for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess another uh dream that I've had, um, I would love to be able to go back to Kenya and stay for maybe like mm. two or three months and really see what it would be like wow. to kind of live there and have a daily routine and schedule and wow. um, really just spend more time and get to know everyone better there. So for those of us that haven't been to Africa. Uh, what would you say are like the top three things that the reasons why you love Africa? I 100% love the people. Um, mm. They are just the most welcoming, so kind, passionate, creative people. And it yeah. is warm there all the time. <laughs> 
And so I just love the comfort of just being warm and sunny and the scenery is beautiful. Yeah. And then they just, they really just enjoy everything there. There's just such Mm. a joyfulness and happiness and walking the streets or going to the market or being at church, the way they worship, they are just so joyful. So I really just love the whole, I guess Mm. the culture as the whole. The culture. Yeah. The culture and the people. Mm -hmm. Wow. How's the food? So I really love the food, but apparently not every, not everybody does. Um, They do a lot of, a lot of like really filling food. So a lot of rice, a lot of beans, um, lentils, they do a lot of like cabbage and kales uh, kind of mixed up together. So pretty pretty um, healthy, actually. Very healthy. Yeah. 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 Wow. What is yeah, something they, that they, you would, would say to someone that was traveling to Africa that they might not expect like to pre- be prepared for if they were to travel there? You'd want to like make sure you pack the right things. Um, mm. So like pack some good water bottles. I thankfully had a filtered water bottle. Cause you can't, um, you can't use their water for anything. Like you can't wash your vegetables off in their water. You can't brush your teeth in the water. You can't open your mouth in the shower. Um, Mm. and that's like little comfort things that you don't always think Mm. of, but when you're there and you're like brushing your teeth every night with a water bottle, (laughs) Um, just like go prepared, you know, that way you can make it as comfortable as you can. Cause it's definitely not the same living, um, comforts, I guess, that we have in America. Um, I feel like every time I go, I go expecting like, okay, I need to like, Mm. so fill my love tank. I'm going to just be like loving everybody as much as I can. And then when I'm there, it ends up being the total opposite. And I feel like I'm getting loved just like ridiculous amounts. So just go and, and be prepared to feel so loved. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and I'm sure being there too changes changes your perspective in everything you do in life. And I'm sure it's helped you so much, even walking through this coronavirus, you know, pandemic that we're all walking through right now. Yeah. Yeah. They um they live life completely differently. And it has opened my eyes to just hmm. living life here and how I want to like make some changes and live a little better, I guess. They I, yeah. I actually learn a lot from them. Yeah. And honestly too, like finding joy in the simple things and almost like making your life, making your life a little bit more simpler. And I think so many of us, I don't know about you, but so many of us kind of our schedules were out of control. Uh, The amount of things we were taking on was out of control. And this has kind of brought back like perspective and like simplicity of like, how do we simplify our lives and how do we um, find joy in the simple things? Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for joining us today on Woven Chats. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, until next time, we will chat soon. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks. Well, friends, that concludes our episode today on Woven Chats. I hope that it leaves you feeling hopeful. I hope it inspires you in some way. And I hope that you realize that none of us are alone in all this, that we're all in this together and we're all going to get through this together. I hope you have a great rest of your day, wherever you're at, wherever you're sitting, wherever uh, you may be in the world. We want you to know that uh, we are on a mission to give hope to wherever you are. Bye friends.